Hey, welcome to Late Night with Larry. We're here doing it once again. I'm here with my co-host, Vince. Vince, give me a shout out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode, one of the final episodes of Late Night with Larry. That's right, because we will soon be transitioning. Hopefully, this is a lot. there's a lot more uh, involved than we thought. We, we're hoping to already be switched over. Yeah, but, you know, we can. I'm, I'm actually just looking for the backdrop, and then we're good to go on that. So... Being that said, you know, we're going to do what we do. And I think tonight we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, we just recently went up to the Hamas Mountains for one of our annual trips to but go. Before we get started. Oh, before we get started, there's two things. Hit the subscribe button. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can do it at late night with Larry 55 at gmail.com or cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. So hit the subscribe button and reach out to us. Reach out and touch me. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Here's to you guys. <laughs> mm, peanut butter. Peanut butter. Very good. <sighs> yeah. Like my brother was saying... It's not really an annual trip. It's just yeah. uh, there's so many months out of the year we could go out there because they, they lock it up. Um, I think one of the main reasons is they do get a lot of snowfall and it just gets terrible out there. And, you know, these people will go and get stuck and yeah, starve to death or freeze to death. If you don't know what you're doing or where you're going and you're a, a newbie out there, it could be big trouble for you. Yeah. Now, the road, the forest road we go back on, it's... It's pretty bad. It's in bad shape. And we've seen people in little cars. They make it, but you can hear them uh, <laughs> grinding and rubbing all the way on the rocks. <laughs> you can, and you wonder, what, why would you bring that car back here? Right. Nonetheless, they do. Anyway, we were out there recently, and uh, we were out there, and we were a little more comfortable this time because my brother has acquired um, a camper. And uh, it was nice to sleep inside out of the elements. In a bed. Yes, and not freeze your ass off. Right. It was, uh, it was nice. Uh, it, that was our first time in the, in the camping trailer. Uh, we, neither of us have a whole lot of experience. Uh, our father had one, a couple, when we were younger. Right. But uh, as far as doing it ourselves, it was a learning process. It was. And, and boy, we <laughs> discovered we've got a lot to learn. Yeah, we did learn. But nonetheless, we... Uh, we went there with the expectations of getting some activity, but on this night, uh, it seems like someone found our place off the beaten path, and uh, they had quite a bit of company. And any chance that we were going to have to have any activity was from the get-go shot out the window. They were just playing music loud all night. Uh, they had some karaoke lights up and i was like what why did they do this out here they had the four wheelers going until all hours of the night and right you know i understand you're on a uh forest road it's secluded and you know if you want to get loud go for it but if you have neighbors you know have a little courtesy, courtesy. some camping etiquette and yeah we were trying to attract squatches and you guys were making right and, and not only that you know we we're relatively close and then they start shooting off guns yeah it, it was a it was one of those nights where I said, ah, these guys right down the way are drunk and they're, they're going for it. But 
you know, we did have one good thing come out of that night. Uh, we usually have good activity in the sky when yeah. we're up there. And we did see another UFO tonight. And uh, it was interesting, very interesting. Um, I was telling my brother, maybe it's because where we go, that we don't have no light pollution, so you could see the sky so much better. Right. And it seems like it's a little clearer, too. Right, it is. It's it's uh, When there's no clouds, it's crystal clear, and you could see a million stars. Right. Now, this, this thing we saw... Uh, a UAP is that the? That's a correct term. Is a UAP right? But um, it was stationary. Then we saw it take off. It stopped for a while. Then right. it took off again. Yeah, and and I know our conventional aircraft, as we said in another podcast, it just, they just don't do that. And that's why we call these UAPs because we can't identify what's up in that sky doing that. And it seems like when we're out there, we see them. Uh, constantly now my brother saw one this morning and before i could get my eyes on it it went behind the clouds right now it was uh, i'd say about 10 o'clock in the morning broad daylight we're both stone cold sober up in the right. morning uh, we're just relaxing out in the shade and i saw one flying and it was a, a white cylindrical object it looked like a commercial airliner without the wings that's what it looked like and i saw it flying and i told my brother look look at that and then it went in the clouds, and then we lost it. The clouds disappeared, but right, I, I couldn't trace where it went. Yeah, and uh, it seems like the last time we had some really good luck. Uh, when our brother went up with us several weeks back, the UAP we saw and the way it zigzagged in the midair, I'm never going to forget that. That just blew my mind. I thought I might have seen an optical illusion, but now my brother saw it too. We all saw all of us. Now, last night after we saw the first UAP, right. there was another one. Now, it was dimmer, which tells me it was just a lot of, up a lot higher. Right. And it, would, and, and it moved in the same manner, real slow and... And then we lost that one, too. <laughs> yeah. Now, the, the thing all three of these have in common was there was no sound. Right. And we saw jets that were flying about the same, the same level. But the difference is you could hear the jet engines. Even from that altitude, you, you hear a faint because it's so quiet out there, you, except for our neighbors. You hear the faint uh, rumble of the jet engine as it passes by. Uh, but with these things we saw, they, they were silent. Right. And now the, the one I saw this morning, um, there was no noise. And I know it was a lot lower because I, I saw it look like an aircraft without wings. And uh, you know how you could see about the size of an aircraft up in the sky? Right. This thing, from my point of view, was at least an inch way up in the sky. So it had to be pretty close. Right. Yeah, I know. Uh, we see them at all different heights, but... The thing, like we said, that differentiates them is that they're silent. You right. you don't hear no no engine. You don't see no propulsion. You don't see no exhaust. Huh. Go figure, people. Right. Now, uh, my brother was telling me a documentary, which we'll probably talk about next time, which deals with this. So maybe that'll shed some light on it. But uh, I got to watch it myself also before yeah. we could talk about it. Yeah. And, and I would like to talk about it, but I want to get all the facts straight because I don't want to I don't want to give you any uh, 
disinformation. Disinformation. I, I, I'm not the federal government. <laughs> <laughs> we were at one time. Oh yeah. We were. <laughs> but you know, we we other than that, we had a pretty uh, relaxing, interesting trip. But this was, like you said, a learning experience because we've never been that back there with a, a camper and a. It was it was a learning experience, but nonetheless, it was fun. The, the trip went good. It wasn't as good as it could have been, but it's better than it usually is. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it just uh, I don't know. It just kind of killed everything with the noisy neighbors. It did. Now I, I was telling my brother I recently seen a photograph on the internet of a supposedly, and I want to say it's a female, a female Sasquatch carrying her young across a river, and. Uh, that that picture's been circulating all over the internet. And I asked him if he's seen it, and he said he hadn't. But uh, I'm going to try and get it to him so he could uh, have a look at it. Now, I looked at it, and I try and blow the picture up and zoom in on it. And it, it, it looked genuine to me. I mean, you know, we know there's hoaxers out there, and we know there's CGI, but if they were trying to, you know, pull the wool over our eyes... Uh, they're getting better and better at it. But but let's look at it this way. Who who can really afford good CGI without a budget? Not me. Not me. I don't even know what it stands for. That's how poor I am. Right. <laughs> and uh it the the picture was it was clear. It was it wasn't what you would say a, a 4K picture, but it you know, and it was from a distance. But I it was genuine to, in in my mind. I, I thought it was genuine. And I just thought, wow, that, that's crazy. Um they carry their young across water just like a human would until they're old enough to tread water and make it across herself. Um, when I think about it, these creatures possess so many traits that humans do. And, you know, it does make you wonder, do we share some kind of connection with them? Right. And we have to. I mean, you know, the theory is that there's human DNA. Now, do they have human DNA or do we have primate DNA? Right. Who knows? That's that's the golden question. Kind of the same question, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Right. Uh, you know, I always say it had to be the chicken because it takes chicken to hatch an egg. Who sat on that egg? Right. <laughs> Yeah, but the in the, the chicken would it evolve from a lizard? I don't know. Oh, maybe. Yeah, lizard, well, lizard. If the chicken came first, that chicken's a selfish lover. That is, that is a selfish <laughs> lover. No, I'm just kidding. This is a rated X, G, rated G. Oh, we're rated, we're rated G now for the G spot. <laughs> okay. J for gooder, gooder, G. <laughs> uh, no, but you know. Uh, we were, we were up there and we were hoping to get some good activity and uh, we were hoping, if not anything, that we'd get a squatch coming peeking in the windows or or shake the trailer and and uh, you know I believe if our neighbors weren't so noisy that the squatch would have came in closer because they did have children and I believe uh, the sound of children it piques the squatch's interest. Right, I, I believe that as well. Yeah, when I had uh, my best encounter while. Well, one of my best encounters is because we had two, my my child, my son and my daughter and another. They were all pretty young. We had them all. I had them all. So that's one of the reasons I think they came so close. I think you're right. I, I mean, it makes a lot of sense to me. They hear those 
high pitched little voices. Right, right. And if if I would have known then how expensive my kids were, I would have let them take them. Right. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No, but I think I think you're right. I think those little voices do track them. Right, you know, and track them and in. like I said, I think the first one was a female, so the maternal instinct kicked in, especially if she has no children or maybe she lost a child. You know that makes it even stronger. Right. That does. Um, I, I've, I've never taken any of my children out there. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, they went out there, but they never went squatching with us. Right. Uh, we always just like went out for a ride or, you know, hung out for a little bit and came back. But, you know, if I could get a squatch to take them. Oh, wait, they're all out of the house. No, never mind. <laughs> no. So it's uh, yeah, but um, you know, I, I believe that uh, what really killed it—not so much the sound, but I think the gunshots. Because uh, last night we we cooked dinner on a, like I said, last night was a learning experience. I forgot the barbecue grill, so we had uh, there's a little store on the way up to the mountain, and uh, we bought a disposable barbecue grill. So I cooked some pork chops on there, and you know when you cook pork chops on there, some of it sticks. There's little pieces of meat left. Right. I left it out to cool. And you'd think maybe some wild animal would smell it and go, but there was no sign of anything. Nothing. And and it, it was moist out there. So the first thing I looked for when I walked around was tracks. I didn't find no type of track. No well, tracks. but the thing about that is it, it is moist. There's a lot of grass. Yeah. But but I think we would have saw some type of print in the mud. Uh, and I, I just, I didn't see not even a coyote. And like you said, he left that out to cool, you know. I, at least a raccoon. Well, we did see some brave chipmunks. Oh, and and by the way, they love Doritos. That's right. <laughs> they do. They love Doritos. Now so. we know why they call them chipmunks. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. a million chipmunks everywhere. Oh, they were everywhere. Uh, but it was a, it was a good time nonetheless. Yeah, and we we did have what we we think were UFOs, a UAPs, whatever. Um, so it. It, we never, we're hardly ever disappointed when we go out there. Right. No. If if we don't get some type of activity from what we possibly think is a squatch out there lurking in the distance, then we can always rely on the sky. Right. There's, and you know, uh, the funny thing is, w- when we first started going out there, we didn't look at the sky much. No, we didn't. Just, uh, I think one time we took your wife's grandson. Yes. And my daughter and her friend, and they're laying in back of the pickup looking at stars. And they pointed out something. And so that's when we started looking up. And that, it doesn't... And, you know, my thing is, we always get more activity up there. And I, my theory still is going to stay that I think it's because we've detonated some of the first nuclear weapons in this state. We continue to do nuclear research. And I just think that's what attracts them. And that's why we have so many. Right. And, and if you're f- familiar with that area, it's it's not far from Los Alamos. No. Not at all. Not at all. Um, I think that they already are here on Earth, and they've been here on Earth for a while. But, you know, that's just my personal thought. Um, I've just heard so many stories from, uh, there again, uh, Dulce, New Mexico, that supposedly there's uh, underground hubs for these aliens and that, you know, at one time we had a, I, I would say confrontation, not so much a war because we couldn't win a war against these people. Right. Um, but it was a confrontation and 
uh, the, one of the persons involved, he, you know, he disclosed it. I've read many uh, stories from not only uh, officers up there in the Hickory Apache Nation area, but far from our own state police, there have been stories of up in that area at night, what they've seen in the sky, and mm-hmm. and you know, and they themselves say they're UFOs, and they can't explain what they what they're doing, but they could tell you how they moved, and uh, silent, no jet propulsion noise. Right. Our, um, our own brother, our own brother-in-law is a retired state police officer, right. and he told me one night uh, south of the town they live in. When, when he was still active, that there was a rollover or something happened. But uh, they took everyone out, and he had to wait there for the tow truck. And he said he saw some pretty interesting things up in the sky. Right. Now, if you've never seen anything up in the sky yourself, maybe, you know, you ought to get away from the city lights and s- just give yourself some time and stare, scan the sky. You know, but don't, don't do it rapid. Scan it nice and slow just, uh, and pay attention. Get yourself a nice, comfortable chair or cotton. Lay there where there's no light pollution. And if you're laying there where you're still, you could see movement better. That's right. That's right. And you'd be surprised. Now, you are going to see planes and whatnot. And you'll, you'll know they're planes because they have their beacons going. And they're, they're and you can usually hear them. And you can hear them. But once in a while, you're going to see something, and you're not going to know what it is. And you're going to question yourself. Was that a plane or what was it? And you may see some odd maneuvering from this craft. Right. And that'll change your mind. You'll be like, there's no way a plane could do that. Right. Now, uh, going back to a couple weeks ago when we saw the one zigzag, I, I questioned myself what I saw. And I was thinking, did I really see that? Just because right. I, I, we've seen lights out there before. But I've never seen one zigzag like that. Yeah, uh, that blew my mind. That's why I said that one I'll never forget. It, just the way it zigzagged and, and so with rapid, rapid speed, just zigzag, zig. I was like, oh, wow. Right, right. And um, yeah, just do your own research. Um, it, it's, it's amazing what you could find not only in the sky, but in the forest. Right. If you would just look up from your phone. I, th- I think uh, a lot of things are lost now with these our generation younger generations because of the technology everyone's looking at their phone right everyone looks down and no one looks up and we talk about these races that were master astrologers uh the mayans the egyptians you know and that's all uh, they did was look up the the chinese people and that's they looked up to the skies constantly charting the stars understanding them uh, that's where they got their they gained their knowledge of the seasons and you know um right even back to the greek times they're the ones who uh mapped out the constellations right right so and i'm sure that they have seen things themselves because all these tribes and all these the people that we talk about all have stories about visitors from the skies from the skies another world uh you know they all phrase it different but basically it's from somewhere else right right and uh and there's even depictions of like some of the gods maybe in roman or greek times flying on a disc-shaped object right yeah so um i don't think we should dismiss this topic and think just because the federal government said oh it's another country they you know they may have something that we're unaware of. And now we do know that that's a lie. Right. 
Right. Because if they had it, we'd know about it, and vice versa. It just seems like uh, governments can't keep secrets from each other. Well, uh, they, they can't, and I, I think they don't on purpose. I mean, you, you hear all this in the news about how Russia's military is off Hawaii and how China's flexing their muscle trying to beat us, right. but yet we all work together in the space station and all these other efforts. Uh, th- that's... Why is that? You know, what's going on there? We we don't get it. Uh, Here on Earth, we want to blow each other up, but up in space, we'll all work together. Um, And and maybe here on Earth, they don't want to blow each other up. It's it's just a game. And uh, I've always thought that uh, the government were there trying to pit the people against each other. Right. You know, I did hear something interesting. I think, you know, China has a rover that just touched down on Mars. Right. Uh, I think they now have their own, they're assembling their own space station. I think currently there's two astronauts up there. Well, I just hope it's better quality than the stuff they send here. <laughs> <laughs> if, it's, if it's the same stuff, I, you, you two Chinese astronauts better come down today. <laughs> right, because <laughs> it's going to break in six months. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 I don't buy all the hype about the military and stuff. I think it's just to show... Um, of course, everyone wants dominance, but I don't think any anyone any no wise person a- anyway wants a war. No, especially now with the technology, because if it turns out to all-out nuclear war, everybody in the world loses. Yeah, with nuclear war, there's no winners. There's no winners. There's no losers. We all lose. No one, no one wins. Right, and the, even the the innocent pay. That's a sad part. Right, and, and you know yeah. the the thing about it is everyone's innocent. You know, except for the world leaders. They're the ones who have the problem. It's right. it's not us. I mean, when I was in the Middle East, I I met the Russians there, and you you meet people. You've probably met people from other militaries, yeah, and I, I have. People are people. You know, you get along great one on one, and right. <clears throat> But it's our government's pitting each other, pitting us against each other. That's what it is. But anyway, back to the UAP. Try it. Yeah, I I I was asking him uh, last night why there's so much activity over our area, and we did talk about uh, Los Alamos and uh, the Roswell crash and uh, White Sands. White Sands, and maybe that's why New Mexico's a hot spot. I think it is. Uh I I think for years and years and years, and even after I'm gone, this is still going to be a hot spot. Right. There's just something about this part of the country that it's a hot spot. Um, like I said, we detonated some of the first nuclear bombs here. That's that's a that's a big one right there. And I, and I believe that got their attention. Yeah, and and I think because we all know that radiation just doesn't go away overnight, so. And like I was telling my brother, maybe we can't see it, but where the bombs were detonated from their aerial view, they could still see, you know, the ground that's radiated. And it's it's like us using infrared to see through the dark. Maybe they have technology and they could look all over this planet and see where we've detonated these weapons. Or like a black light, you could see cat pee. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, and also where the fallout has landed. Right. And, and not only that, don't forget, uh, down south, we have the nuclear disposal plant. That's right. The whip plant. Whip. Uh, yep. And that's a mess. Um, hmm. Yeah. I, 
keep that stuff buried in the salt. But yeah, I mean, I hope they're taking it deep down far enough because if not, you know. Well, but still, even even as deep as they could take it, what happens if it leaks? It's got to have some kind of repercussions. It, it does, and if it leaks, we're in we're in trouble in this state. Uh, we really are. It might be already leaking because my hair and my teeth are falling out. Uh, or is that I, old age? I think that's. <laughs> I think that comes with age. Oh, okay. Well, we're we're okay for another episode then. Right, and I think with once we uh, start detonating nuclear weapons, I think we really got their attention. Uh, I think they don't <laughs> want us to use these type of weapons because we've even heard where they have the capability to maneuver around uh, test missiles and disarm them and they go tumbling away uh, or go to the silos themselves and show that they could dismantle these weapons at any time that they choose. Right. Now, it'd be interesting if uh, one country launched an attack on another, would they intervene and, and shut down the missiles? Or Wow. That is an interesting theory and... I don't want to put it to the test. No. <laughs> just in case they decide to say, ah, screw it. Let's let them. Just like uh, the parent, they got to learn the hard no, way. Let them. Let them. <laughs> let them. He keeps playing with those matches. Let them burn himself. Yep. Yeah. I wouldn't want to see that because, that, like we said, no one wins in that situation. Right. No one. Right. But it was, uh, overall, it was a good trip up there. It was. It was. Uh, and like I said, it never disappoints. And you know what? The best part, even if there's no activity, we go up there and there's usually no cell service. Right. I don't know why last night my phone was pinging. But I, know, I was like, you got service out here? Um, well, we were hoping it was an alien. Right. That, uh, Crescent girl messaging me. She's telling him, I'm, I'm going to come visit you about one in the morning. Make sure that that door is unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I left it unlocked yeah. all night for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it, it's nice just to get away, get away from the the grind of things and disconnect because when we go up there it's it's truly like recharging your brain it is it's so good to just go up there and do nothing and just relax breathe the fresh air right breathe some fresh air just lay around doze off and on and it's really relaxing up there uh like we said uh we're hoping for some interactions with the squatches but it didn't look like it was going to happen this time but like nonetheless we still enjoyed it even if something would have came around we wouldn't have heard it Mm. All we hear is boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I thought I was in the old uh, Mexican Blackbird right. Trail or we, something. We thought we were in a, in a Mexican standoff movie. We're like, what's going on over I was, here? I was waiting for Josie Wales to ride up. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and we were going to tell him, you're not supposed to be able to sneak up on an Indian. <laughs> He'll tell us your only part. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. That's why he was able to sneak up on us. Well, anyway, you know, uh, that's about all we wanted to bring to you tonight. We were hoping we'd have more from the trip. Right. Um, what we did saw was pretty cool, but we wanted more. You know, we 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 love the UFO activity, but we crave the squatch activity. That's right. Uh, and even though sometimes it scares us out of our chones, <laughs> it, it, it does. And we did want to talk to you about squatches, but we didn't get that. So, but we got the UFO activity. So we'll bring that to you. Yeah. And we're, we're planning uh, very shortly a, a whole week trip. So yes. And the, uh, the last time we went for three days, that was when we had some good activity until right. the last night we got the loud people. That's right. 
and uh, I'll be sure to take my equipment again. That way we could do some on on site podcasting, right? And uh, and you know, and if you guys want to start a GoFundMe so we could buy that whole property and no one will go disturb us, then be all right too. Yeah, they reach out to us and let's get that started. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we we want a, a four bedroom cabin. That's right, <laughs> and we only say four bedrooms so that we could have visitors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Thanks for listening, and uh, we hope you enjoy what we brought to you tonight. That's for you. That's right. That's better than boom, boom. That could be our new intro music. Right. Anyway, peace out. Peace.